Today's podcast is brought to you by Launchers, the world's first social network for web designers. Join today for free at rapidweblaunch.com launchers. That's rapidweblaunch.com launchers. I'm no different than anyone else. I love a good story. But I've never been interested in reading for entertainment. I read all day, every day, as part of my work and personal studies. When I'm looking to unwind at the end of a long day, the last thing I want to do is read. But tell that same story through film, and I'll be hooked. So when Netflix came along and offered unlimited streaming of all kinds of movie goodness for a small monthly fee, How could I say no? I signed up right away. And this was before Netflix even started to get into original programming. They simply licensed other movies and TV shows and distributed them to the masses. We live in what is considered to be the golden age of television. There have never been more high quality shows on TV. The storytelling and production value found in most shows today would have been best picture nominations decades ago. Companies like Netflix have played a big part in that. And yet, a few years ago, I slowly weaned myself off of my favorite streaming services, culminating in the cancellation of my Netflix account. Here's why I did it, and why I have zero regrets. Netflix directly opposes everything I want to accomplish. In the old days of television, watching a TV show was a slow burn. The studio released a new episode each week, and you had to sit down at the exact time it was broadcast to watch it. When Netflix started creating their own TV shows, they decided to do it a bit differently. They would release the entire season at once. The length of these seasons ranged from anywhere from 8 to 20 hours of content. And just like that, the habit of binge watching was born. The interesting thing is, this term is largely considered humorous by pop culture. What's the actual definition of binge anyway? To indulge in an activity, especially eating, to excess. Excess, as in more than is needed or even healthy. The word binge has always been used in a negative context, and rightly so. If someone regularly binges on food or alcohol, people don't treat it as a joke. They get that person help. It's a sign of addiction and illness. So why do we treat binge watching differently? Is it any less harmful? Watching too much TV has already been well documented to be bad for your physical and mental health. Yet here we are making light of it and even encouraging it with stupid things like candles that burn different scents as you burn through episode after episode. Sounds healthy. Netflix is addictive, plain and simple. I often found myself watching Netflix simply because it was just there. Sometimes, after watching an entire season of a show I had heard good things about, I'd think to myself, meh, that was okay I guess. Okay? I had just devoted 13 hours of my life to okay? And as soon as you're done one show, Netflix so helpfully suggests dozens of others to waste your life on. No more. Can't do it. Time is our most valuable resource and I'm certainly not going to continue to waste it on meh. Second, 
Netflix is full of depressing filth. As our world becomes ever more desensitized to violence, sex, and language, entertainment only gets more extreme. The quote-unquote boundaries continue to be pushed further. Just take a look at the most popular shows on TV and see if you can find a common thread. And the shows that don't necessarily have explicit content still manage to be about darker themes. Everyone wants to be dark, disturbing, shocking, grotesque, downright depressing. People choose to believe that these types of entertainment have no negative effects on us or our children. The evidence shows otherwise. Browse through Netflix's original content and you'll be hard pressed to find anything that doesn't have a mature rating. And even the PG and PG-13 content often has edgy material. Recently, Netflix even made the decision to allow hardcore pornography on their platform. That was the final straw for me. You are what you eat, and that includes what your mind ingests. Try removing this type of content from your life and see the difference it makes. Third, removing Netflix from your life improves your conversations. You don't realize how much your conversation with others relies on general pop culture until you are no longer absorbed in said pop culture. Put simply, we make a lot of small talk. Now, I'm not writing off all of pop culture, of course. I enjoy a lot of it as much as anyone else. That's why it's called popular culture. For example, I'm a big sports fan, arguably the biggest category of pop culture. But how often do we dare to have conversations outside of it? We rely on pop culture to fuel our conversations because we know that's the easiest way to find common ground with another person. But how meaningful is it? Can you remember the last time you talked to someone about making a murderer? or Stranger Things, or Luke Cage. I guarantee you that you did at some point, but it's long gone from your memory because it's ultimately just filler. By removing Netflix from my life, I've eliminated a healthy portion of my pop culture diet. It forces me to come up with other, hopefully more meaningful things to talk about with others. I'll admit that it's not always easy. When I hear others talking about the latest hit Netflix show, Part of me that craves beautifully made television stories starts to bubble to the surface. But then I just find other, more upbuilding things to fill that time with. I have more time to write, for example. And the more I hone my craft, the more I enjoy it. If you watch a lot of Netflix, like I did, I encourage you to try removing it from your life for just 30 days. If you don't feel like it's made a positive impact on your life, you can always jump back on the binge-watching bandwagon because that thing clearly ain't slowing down anytime soon. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. If you're enjoying the podcast, please help me out and leave a quick rating or review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this. Uh, And come join us over at Launchers. Launchers is the world's first social network built specifically for web designers. And of course, people who want to become one. Uh, And more specifically, people who want to build their own web design business and design their ideal lifestyle. You'll learn how to build a web design business directly from the people who have successfully done it themselves. You'll connect with people in your niche, people who share the same skills, interests, and struggles as you. And you'll gain instant access to a powerful network of knowledge, insight, and boundless motivation. So the link for launchers is rapidweblaunch.com slash launchers. That's rapidweblaunch.com slash launchers. Have a great week.